0: Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hi,
1: friends. Welcome to Soul Talks. Thanks for joining Bill and I.
0: We are talking about less is more. We are in a series on preventing burnout that we call Resoul. Hope you've been catching the podcast. This is the sixth and last one in the series. And, Christy, today we are just back from leading our Soul Shepherding Institute. We had a great group of 25 women and men in ministry, all different roles, a number of pastors and pastor couples, uh, people there without their spouse. In diverse roles. Uh, gosh, we had uh, business leaders and uh, nonprofit leaders and spiritual directors and some authors, uh, authors, yeah, bloggers, lots of folks in different segments of uh, different ways that they're serving serving God. And uh, so fun to be with this group of people, but we come back from a week and when we lead a Soul Shepherding Institute week, we're like all in with that community. And so we're not Doing our office work, our email, our ministry projects, uh, creating any content, all that stuff we, we put on hold and we're, we're on retreat. And so we're enjoying the community and of course we're leading the, the sessions and meeting with people, leading groups and so forth. But when we come back, it's a little stressful and today is the day back after uh, a weekend. And uh, so the temptation would be to like, uh, you know, get up and hit the ground running and just start you know catching up I got over 100 emails and my email doesn't have it's like those are like people most yeah. of them so. <laughs> they're not junk and so there's a, a, a lot to do but we didn't begin our day uh, racing off and you and particularly you helped me to begin the day in a slow way and so t- tell us about that.
1: Yeah, well, I was awake, and I could tell you were awake, but I didn't let you know I was awake. <laughs> you probably thought I was sleeping. I noticed you were laying in bed for quite a while, and I know that in order to do that, you needed to—you were praying, because otherwise, you—you you wake up and you're off. Like I can't even believe how fast. Because often I'm awake when you wake up, and. like, how does he do it? How does he get out of bed so fast? I have energy
0: (laughs) uh, usually when I wake up, uh, and I'm excited to face the day, but I I have learned that sometimes on on Sabbath day and certain situations like today, it's good for me to linger in bed, I've learned this from you, and meditate on scripture, pray, devote the day to the Lord. I mean, I can meditate and pray while I'm brushing my teeth, so... (laughs) <laughs> which is sort of probably the normal way that I well, do. Well, I
1: think you were watching and praying in advance of the temptation you knew that was going to come to just step into that productivity temptation and just try to power through and get as much done as you could, knowing that there's a mountain of work waiting for you. But mm-hmm. y- you were you were watching and praying and then and I was too <laughs> about the same temptation even though I don't have the same um, maybe ampage or horse <laughs> power that you have. And and then, you know, at some point I told you, I let you know I was awake and that I was ready to engage with you on work stuff. And even then you surprised me because you didn't just pop up and say, okay, let's go. You you <laughs> stayed in bed and you entered into praying together and talking slowly together in a relaxed you you kept your body relaxed. Mm-hmm. And so even though we were already at work, we were both really relaxed in our body. And that helped us to stay in prayer and present to the Lord and each other instead of just getting up and then, you know, finding it kind of, um, you know, how do you get your body back in a relaxed state for soul talk?
0: Yeah, so what you're saying is so important for all of you who are listening to understand what Christy is saying about getting into a relaxed state in your body. That's an important part of our spiritual training, to be in a bodily disposition that is aware of, uh, resting in, appreciating God's presence. And uh, so that, that takes training. That takes developing new habits. And so like in the last podcast, Christy, when you shared that, example from the the pastor's wife and author about uh, rhythm of retreat and going deeper each time, each week of the Soul Shepherding Institute into the experiences with scripture meditation and being a part of this authentic community of disciples. It gets into your body. And if it doesn't get into your body, it's not likely to be very transformational. Mm -hmm. If it's just an idea, it's not an experienced reality that's getting imprinted into your brain cells Mm -hmm. and into your endocrine glands is not going to have that much impact on how we lead a Bible study, how we preach a sermon, how we engage somebody over coffee and so forth.
1: Yeah. And it makes a difference, you know, now that we've learned this. I actually can really sense and pick up on anxiety and hurry in other people's bodies that they're not even conscious of. right? But now I'm sensitive to it and I can feel it in them and being with them. And oftentimes they'll say things to us like, wow, your presence and peace is like disarming.
0: Mm. Yeah, we've both had a number of people tell us things like after spending some time in our institute or in uh, mentoring conversations with us, they've come into the, experiencing this this peace uh, through through empathy through prayerfulness through enthrallment with Jesus through scripture meditation or just just a, a quality of soul talk that they start to come alive in, in a way with that there's a fullness of peace and they're like wow I'm just realizing that all my life I have been anxious or gee all my life I've been amped up and hurried and I, I didn't even realize it
1: We think we need it.
0: Yeah, I mean, how does a a fish know that she's wet? Mm She's always been wet. So if if you've lived in anxiety or stress or hurry, you don't know what it's like not to be in it. So you don't know what you're missing until you get in the presence of someone that's not like that and you absorb that you take heart from that person, from, really from the Lord through that person or that group, you can begin to learn a different way and get it into your body. And that, that's a primary goal that we have in our Soul Shepherding Institute in the midst of all that we're learning and all that we're sharing with each other and ways that we're seeking to grow to be more like Jesus. A significant part of it is this experience in community that's, that's embodied. And we're, we're, we're learning to root ourselves in the Lord in, in a place and time so that we are are emotionally present, you know, in a restful and yet alert sort of way. And so that's uh, illustrating less is more. And it's through our history now that's now a number of years of training in retreats. In not just we don't just give spiritual direction and mentoring, but we've spent a lot of hours receiving that mm-hmm. from uh, mentors and from friends being in groups, and uh, scripture meditation, working these ideas in, into our life, which is why in Soul Shepherding, we just have a lot of different tools for you, uh, many free tools on our website, more robust tools in our store that we sell that are, are professionally produced, and it, it's to help us in this way of being emotionally and spiritually present to God and to people in, in the moment, and so that's why... Uh, or an example in in the heart of why less can be more because so often the more is like more productivity, more accomplishment, more more teaching, more content, more ideas. And what we're missing in that is the spiritual and relational presence with God and people.
1: I just want to stop here a minute and just talk to each of our listeners and say, you know, this is this is accessible and available to you. Mm -hmm. You might be listening to Bill and I and think, yeah, I don't know They, you know, they're full, they're full time with this great ministry and these are the ministry's values and, um, you know, it works for them. I'm glad it works for them. I don't think this is for me. I don't think I could, this could work for me. I don't think I'm eligible for this. Um, and I just want to challenge that because this hasn't always been our way in our life and, you know, we had, we were responsible for a business and you were working three jobs and we had three kids and we had a house to maintain and extended family. And, you know, it it is accessible to you. Whatever your situation is, the, the less is more in Jesus's kingdom, in his way, in his vision for you. It, it's accessible for you and it's worth you asking him to teach you and to show you. It's worth you looking to some people and you're already doing that by listening to soul talks and, and following soul shepherding um, to start, start this learning.
0: Yeah. Well, just speaking for myself personally in in my life today, just circumstantially I have more stress than I've ever had in my life. And and this is the hardest uh, time for me to, to do what we're talking about doing.
1: An incredible amount of productivity. We like to call it fruitfulness. That's, that God is doing as well, but it it involves us working. You know, we are working, we are doing many things.
0: Here's the thing to understand, and this is illustrated in the the Easy Yoke concept, uh, which is, you know, most of you know that that's our our book, Your Best Life, and Jesus' Easy Yoke that has this teaching in it and, and many tools related to doing our life and our ministry, our family with Jesus. In in the Lord's presence, and the the principle of the easy yoke is that the yoke or the way of Jesus is easy. It's a a delightful intimate relationship. It's a conversational friendship for for doing our work, but getting into the yoke is not easy. That's a, a radical submission. That's a training. And so that's going to take some discipline. That's going to take some time to work the way of Jesus into our life. So because of the, the training that we can do, for in my story, even though stress-wise and circumstantially, this would be the most difficult season of my life to practice the things that we're talking about here in the way of, you know, less is more and the peace of Christ and doing our work in God's presence. In another sense, it's much easier because I have habits now. I have habits and rhythms in my life that that help me to be prayerful and be tuned into God's presence and to rely on, on God's love and power with me.
1: Well, but we have a green in us, and, and many of us listening are like us, where they're, they're ministry leaders or they have high responsibility. And they there's this temptation to take over responsibility in their mission and their call. And that's even reinforced in our christian life because we're doing it for god and of course god wants us to be responsible and he's entrusted us with great responsibilities but we can be headed towards burnout if we go with this to the point that then it becomes hyper control
0: yeah over responsibility or being trying to control people control situations control outcomes is part of uh, uh, burnout often it's one, one of the hidden causes that we need to overcome here.
1: It's part of the, the way of the scribes and Pharisees. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the pastors that was with us last week said that her takeaway from the Institute was, you know, lucky you, you don't have to look like the perfect Pharisees. In fact, the Sermon on the Mount is not a list of all these shoulds, but actually Jesus is saying you can experience the kingdom now in the nitty-gritty of where you are. That's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, we had a whole session on the Sermon on the Mount and unpacking that into our life and our various ways of leading and serving the Lord.
1: From the Jesus's Greatest Teaching, which is our, our favorite little book that we have in our store, just really unpacks that in to, a practical to, way.
0: To see the smile of Jesus, the blessing of God that's offered to us in the Sermon on the Mount rather than it's just a bunch of rules to or shoulds. Being over-responsible
1: hyper control in our religious life or in our, yeah. yeah
0: so we're, we're getting into the ease of Jesus. And so this less is more, how, how do we do this? So we've got four keys to help you thrive in your mission. Four four ways to uh, live and work in Jesus' easy yoke. And they all come to this idea that less is more, that we're, we're, we're rehabilitating, renewing our minds away from the idea that the answer is, in our job or our church is just more, 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 which is the tendency of our culture and so many of us. And instead we're going towards, okay, actually, sometimes doing less results in more fruit because we, if we do what we do more strategically and more relationally and more prayerfully, it's going to be larger in its right. impact.
1: Yeah, that's what we were talking about with the Sabbath rest and this morning, Staying in Jesus' easy yoke, watching and praying, trusting, keeping our relational centers on, it makes recording this podcast less work.
0: Yeah, so Sabbath rest is the first of the uh, four keys to thrive in your mission. And uh, having a day of the week that you, you worship God, you get plenty of sleep, you maybe take a nap, you enjoy friends, you get some solitude and silence if, if you need that, um, you have extended time maybe for, for Bible study or meditation or for exercise, but whatever helps you to play and pray. That's the way Eugene Peterson puts it. Sabbath day is a day to, to pray and play, to, um, uh, pray in ways that make you happy and to play in ways that connect you with God, to, to integrate them.
1: Both those are curative for over-responsibility, over-control.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, the second way is, uh, developing our character. So putting priority on d- developing, growing in the virtues of Christ because our, our greatest impact in uh, our relationships, again, this is whether you're, uh, whether you're a pastor or a parent, whatever you're doing, you're going to have your, your best impact for the Lord out of who you are and who you are in God's presence. And so this is about the, the, you know, the life journey of, of training and being with Jesus to become like him So that when we get into different situations, what comes out of us is patience and kindness and uh, empathy and uh, words of affirmation and uh, a readiness to to bless someone, even someone who's being difficult, because people are going to connect with God best when they experience Jesus in us.
1: Well, this is what Jesus is talking to us about when he says, you'll know a tree by its fruit, a good tree, someone with good character produces good fruit, a bad tree, Produces spoiled fruit.
0: And then uh, a third key for thriving in your mission is working in teams. And so particularly as it relates to church ministry, nonprofit work, or uh, uh, probably in your job, you need to collaborate with people. Uh, Certainly in parenting, in the ideal situation, we've got a a husband-wife team and maybe uh, grandparents or aunts or uncles or friends that are helping us to raise our kids. You know, it takes a village. And so by by pooling together our resources and supporting each other and having a diversity of gifts and passions in the mix in our, our mission, it makes a huge difference. And it, it's not all depending on me. So less from me uh, might lead to more for the people that I care for when I'm intentionally recruiting and joining with other people to contribute to the mission.
1: Some of us have a natural bent that makes some of these easier than others of these. Mm -hmm. And this is particularly one that's been hard for us. And it's been something God's really been growing and stretching us in is learning not to take over responsibility and hyper control and maverick it and not just try to do it all ourselves, but to learn to team with people. And the Lord has spoken to us, there are people who would like to help you, Bill and Christy, if you'll let them. And so we're learning to to let them, and that's a growth in our being able to abandon outcomes to God and surrender control and let other people, you know, step in and do some of the the things that God has called us to do. It, it's not just all up to us.
0: Yeah, if you're or a, me and a, Jesus, if you're an independent personality or a, a do-it-yourselfer then, uh, yeah, Christy's talking right to you now because that uh, to hesitate from that mode and say, okay, how how can I include somebody else in this? Uh, Am am I being too self-reliant here? Am I putting too much on my shoulders? And uh, that was a huge lesson that Moses learned in the Old Testament from his father-in-law Jethro. Look, I mean, hey, you're a great judge and a, a great counselor. Uh, to all these people that are coming to you for d- difficulty with different conflicts, and th- they need discernment, um, but everybody's dependent upon you, and you're you're working day and night to care for all these people and, and lead the whole the whole nation. And so you, you need to uh, recruit some people and train them to be counselors underneath you, so that all the work's not on you. And then then it's a, a win 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 all the way around. More people get help, and then the people that you're training, then they're they're learning and growing from you, and this is why we do our Soul Shepherding Institute is to give away the best things that we've learned and train other people to do what we do and we train a, spiritual directors to, to in that ministry.
1: We had a young woman with us who has burned out at a couple jobs because she has been working so hard and so over-responsible and it's just too, too big of a burden for her to bear and it affected her health and... So thankfully, she, she listened and she let it all go, even though that was scary for her um, because she realized that this is a pattern in her life, is to continue to be over-responsible. And it, it burns her out.
0: So four keys to thrive in your mission. We've talked about Sabbath rest, uh, gr- developing the character of Christ through uh, community, through disciplines, through prayer, through o- over time, and uh, teaming with people and delegating and then the fourth thing is focusing on our top strengths and that's that these all go together of course and so when you when you delegate to people uh, that can help you to hone in on your areas of giftedness and that's certainly our story in this soul shepherding pivot is getting more in our lane of uh, creating conflict Creating, uh, hopefully, we're not creating conflict. <laughs> <laughs> creating content, uh, podcasts, blogs, books, resources, and uh, giving talks, and uh, and meeting with people, mm-hmm. mentoring people, and uh, in groups, and leading our institute, and leading our spiritual direction training program, and uh, having people that their their gift and passion is administrative, and. Uh, uh, many as- aspects of cl- collaborating and working with others and, and teams and partners. And uh, so in uh, marketing and, you know, many of these different things that to be able to let go of these areas and, and other people take those on, frees up more of our time and energy. And that, that translates into all of our lives, even, uh, you know, in the family, we, we need help.
1: Well, what you're saying is that frees up more of our time and energy, but Actually, right now, it's taking a lot of my time and energy to learn to let go. And that's the way it is with training sometimes. Yeah. So is you have to do some training mm-hmm. that takes energy in order to to experience this less is more.
0: Yeah, so sometimes you're saying it's like um, uh, more first before you can get to the less is more, or at least a different more. A different more,
1: yes. Yeah, because Put- I, I buy the lie that, you know, thinking that the more is necessary and then the less is going to feel less at first, but it doesn't at first. It's just a different more kind of at first in order to bring the less. The training is it in a way it's a different more.
0: Because when you, when you delegate to somebody and it it might be to uh, a grandparent who's going to watch your kids for a while, uh, you've got some instructions to give Mm -hmm. off and you've got some Mm -hmm. training to do. Certainly, as it relates to uh, if you're a a preaching pastor and you give uh, sermons most every week and that load is is heavy on you to train up somebody else who can be a a secondary voice, well, you can take some time to train that person to do that before you're going to experience the benefits of that. Letting In our situation, letting go of many different aspects of the back office of soul shepherding in these recent years Well, at first that, that takes some time and energy to do that before you experience the benefits of it. So you have to have that, that vision behind that.
1: And taking courage to trust that God really wants you to be using your strengths and leaning into your strengths and not just grinding it out in those areas of weakness alone.
0: Yeah. And part of the letting go is that when someone takes over a responsibility for you, they are going to have their way of doing it, that, uh, sometimes isn't going to be the same as you would do it. It might not feel, seem like it's as good as the way you would do it, but uh, blessing that anyway, so that you can be freed up in, uh, to stay in your lane. And so that's a big part of delegation. And, you know, if if you're listening and you're a perfectionist, that's where you get stuck because you, you want it to be the way you can do it. And uh, if you're a do-it-yourselfer type, an intuitive type, then you want to just sort of fig- figure it out rather than take the time to explain it to somebody else and let them make a go of it and sort of supervise them in that. And so there is a, a more and a harder part in the beginning of the delegation, but that that does so much then to to develop a team, create a, a diversity of gifts and voices that benefits the, the people that are receiving our our care, our, our wisdom, and then it enables us to get more in, into our sweet spot in our area of gift and passion. And so all these things add up to uh, a much more uh, engaged and uh, thriving ministry th- that we can offer to other people when we're not just being self-reliant and trying to do it all ourselves, but we're, we're getting into this less is more zone.
1: Well, it was fun to hear from this business leader who is at the Institute say, on the drive here this morning, God put it on my heart that it isn't just the question, what would Jesus do? But it's who would Jesus be in and through me? He says, it's not about doing, it's about being. It requires that I empty myself like Jesus did and regularly, systematically fill myself back up with Jesus. I want to live as Jesus would live in Lance's body, mind, and soul. Jesus did huge works, yes, but they came out of being. He says, I want to be Jesus by getting even more comfortable that God has me covered and I'm free to be with Jesus in all that I am, in listening, empathizing, loving, inspiring other people to know, feel, and experience Jesus through me, even without words. I know this can be done, even though I am not Jesus, because I've experienced this from you.
0: That's the more. That's the more. That's that's what we're after in soul shepherding, is being with Jesus and the Father so that God can flow through us to other people. So uh, I would love for you to read our blog that came out today. They come out the same day now, Tuesday, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Check out the blog for this week cuz we're going to be talking about over preparing for a sermon or a small group or presentation at work and how does how does less is more work into our our speaking ministry, sharing things with other people cuz constantly I talk with pastors who struggle with this uh, over-preparing for sermons, every week preparing the sermon, and this relates to you in whatever your role uh, is if you're a speaker, teacher, a writer, communicator to other people, it's this principle of less is more, and that the key is our relationality with God and with people as we are communicating our message to other people. So don't miss this week's blog. I'd like to pray for you before we close. Thank you, God. Thank you, our great God, for each of our friends who are part of our Soul Talks community. And we just are blessed to follow Jesus with them. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us with uh, living into this message that it's really true that in our leadership, in our church work, in our service, less is more, when that more is an engagement with you. And uh, Lord, we want to lead and serve out of our relationship with you, uh, really reaching to people's hearts uh, with Jesus. And so just pray that you'd use this conversation towards that purpose, Lord, and that we would grow in our fruitfulness and our ability to uh, expand your kingdom of the heavens because we're uh, doing it with Jesus, the King of Kings and the lover of our souls. Thank you, God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen. The great thing about the Soul Shepherding Institute is you would learn how to do your ministry with Jesus, that it's not just uh, something that you're doing for other people or teaching other people, but we take you into an intimate community with Jesus where together we study God's Word, we worship the Lord. And we have conversations where we're unpacking what does discipleship to Jesus really look like in my life context today and we do that in four different weeks of training spiritual formation spiritual and psychological development soul care ministry and relationally healthy leadership i wrote my book your best life in Jesus easy yoke out of my own story of burnout and anxiety And I'm so excited for you to get a copy because I know it will really help you in your walk with Jesus and in your ministry. For these resources and more, follow the links in the episode notes or visit us at soulshepherding.org.